Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Doe. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. So, <laughs> of course, you're in the business of ideas, Jordan. That's right. And I have an idea and a half this for you, This is the moneymaker. I'm pointing to my brain. <laughs> oh, I thought you were pointing to your frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am a tip model. <laughs> you got to have a side hustle these days. <laughs> Not a lot of folks out there with natural tips like you have from the from the water at the public pool. Here's, I mean, here's just a little something. Here's a little something about being a, being a tip model. Yeah. And of course, um, you know, is I'm this sure... a tip model tip? <laughs> this is a, a tip tip. Okay. I call it this is a segment. We call it just the tip. Um... <laughs> So, you know, like when, when, you know, a big celebrity has to do a, you know, a, a nude scene. Yeah. And maybe they don't, you know, want to do it themselves. It'll be a, you know, a body double. Right. So if Mark McGrath needs his hair, hair <laughs> photographed, yeah. I show up. <laughs> right. McGrath takes off the hat. Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray, right? Yeah. He he grabs the brim of the hat. The mm-hmm. director yells, cut. Yeah. I slide in there <laughs> right. for the tip shot. <laughs> right. Okay, got it. The tip off. Do you stay for the reverse too? Oh yeah, I want to. Give... When, when the other actor in the scene needs to act to the tips. Yes, the guy from <laughs> Third Eye Blind. Yeah. This is a fictional movie where yeah. the stars of '90s is... alternative rock radio star in anxiety. a feature film mm-hmm. together yes. uh-huh. as enemies yes. or friends. Are they friends or enemies in the movie? It's an enemies to lovers situation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very romantic. Classic YA trope. Okay. Um, what are we talking about? We were talking about <laughs> the world of ideas, Jordan. Yeah. I so as Which you I love as you know I've I've been on tour with uh, John Hodgman uh-huh. and had a great time. Thank you to the whole Midwest and Austin, Texas. We had a, we had a great great fucking time. Um, and on my way out, uh, I was flying to Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. known the world over as the city of horse statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called that because they have a lot of horse statues and no other things. <laughs> Nothing else going on I mean, in Lexington, Kentucky. I mean, if you have Kentucky. to have one thing. Yeah, you'd want horse statues, right? Sure. Okay. A lot so of worse things to have. I'm flying to Lexington, Kentucky via Charlotte, mm-hmm. and uh, I- I'm on the plane, and there's like a... So maybe 30, I'm going to say 31-year-old guy mm-hmm. sitting next to me. Kind of an intense L.A. look to him. Mm-hmm. And he's bent. Like he has L.A. looks gel in his hair? Yeah, he looks sort of like a jug of L.A. looks mm-hmm. gel that sure. you buy at the 99-cent store. He's purple and translucent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a, he's, you know, he looks, he, he looks like a guy who has a, let's, let's say he's got a grind set. Sure. Okay. So he's leaning forward in his in his chair on the airplane to the point where his head is like touching the seat in front of us. And I want, like, I don't want you to think that he's like stooped. It's like an intense crouch over his phone. He's like shooting lasers into his phone with his eyes, like a, like a, like I said, full grind set. Okay. This guy could do a hundred burpees right then in the <laughs> aisle of the airplane with the intensity coming out of his eyes. Sure. So I'm thinking, why? What is he? I mean, I'm not a snoop. But, but you want to know. But I wanted to know what he was looking. And you're at. right next to this guy. I'm right next. You're in to the this seat guy. next to this guy. I'm this. I'm in the seat next to this guy. And again, he's like hunched over. So the phone is low. Right. So it's in my line. I can't help but see it. 
So I really hope the punchline to this is he's just playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> just a really intense. This fucker found a white, Squirtle right there on Southwest. White knuckled game of Pokemon Go. Okay, so he is he is crouched over his phone, and I look sort of just just around a little bit. Yeah, and I see he's in his notes app, and the the headline on his notes app is just all capital letters book idea. Oh boy. And I'm like, oh, I gotta find I out. I don't know. I gotta find out what this guy's book idea is. Go down about half the screen. There's a lot of line breaks. Go down about half the screen, and then, in bold underline and quotation marks, it says, "My life so far." <laughs> and then what? That's it. That, no, that's all that's there. Oh, that's yeah. his book idea. My- Pretty good. His book does idea it, is his life so look, far. Looking at him, does it seem like the the man has has lived? Well, I'll a tell you this: colorful life worthy of book. Also, in that same pre takeoff mm-hmm. period, <laughs> this is only a twenty minute period. Fifteen. <laughs> how long is it between when you sit down when the plane takes off and you have to put your phone away? This guy was getting out the mail, and there's just this point where I look over at him and I can see he's sending a text message, and the text message says. Well, technically, force. Well, technically, we wouldn't need two girls for four scenes, eight girls total. Wow! And I'm like, well, maybe I want to read his sure. presumably his <laughs> pornography I autobiography. I don't know what he's up to. Wow! I do want to hear about his life so far. It was really anyway. I just thought <laughs> since since you're of course you're an author, you've yeah. got the 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 uh, the new book Youth Group sure. coming up. Yes, um, available for pre order now. Uh, you. You're a member of the Writers Guild of America, right. WGA. The sure. union makes us strong. Solidarity forever. Uh-huh. That you might be interested. <laughs> Forget IOTC Local Eight Thirty Nine. Yeah, I thought you might be interested in in taking that idea. And of course, really I'm glad to share it with you because I am. SAG eligible. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Matt, would you uh, go ahead and book the guy Jesse was sitting next to on the plane for next week? You got it. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> just hack into the Southwest computers <laughs> while we're waiting. We just hear uh, Matt. Type, He's type, hacking. Type. That's the sound they of They don't hacking. really use computers. They just have a yellow legal notepad that they wrote them <laughs> Oh, in. okay, steal really? Steal it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll go get Assemble it. Assemble a crew. <laughs> I did go. I, I yeah. went to this uh, with me and Hodgman when we were in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Wild scene in Madison, Wisconsin, where there was an- I've heard. I've never been. Very nice town. Yeah. Nice college town, but going completely apeshit because there was a football game and mm-hmm. our hotel rooms at the La Quinta Inn, 10 miles outside town- were five hundred dollars a night. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> because of the Iowa Wisconsin game, but we went to this. Uh, we went to this kind of old school steakhouse for dinner called mm-hmm. the Tornado Room. Always a good choice. Oh, is fucking tremendous place. The guy remembered Hodgman's drink order from five years previous. No way. Yeah. That's yes. That's was, a steakhouse waiter for you. It was a. It was a very very special experience. And how did I? Why did I start talking about this? I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. Anyway, <laughs> we, we had a great time. We yeah, had a great you just time. Wanted and... to describe a steak you ate. <laughs> I had a, I had a reason, but God only knows what it was. God only knows what it was. Well, should we introduce our guest? Maybe he to. knows why I brought up Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guest on the program has uh, 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 is a, a legend of Los Angeles media. I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> I'm not either. I'll say I'll agree with you. You're correct. And a lot of people think that just because someone's a legend means that they've put the capstone on their legacy. But the reality is, this guy's still building his legacy toward the sky. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He is. And not only 
Jordan, a lot of people think he's he's a, a legend of Los Angeles media and exclusively. No, he's also a legend of Jordan Jessico because he's right. The, he, he has a special place in one of <laughs> one of the five stories. <laughs> one of the five stories we've told on this show in the last fifteen years of doing it. Yes, uh, he is. Uh, uh, he for for literal decades was the weatherman on NBC Four here in Los Angeles and. Uh, he has returned to the stage. Uh, he, he was on the stage while weathermanning as well. Oh, yeah. But he has returned to the stage in his retirement with his new special, Unassisted Living, which is both on Tubi and live in person uh, here in the Los Angeles area at the El Portal Theater. Fritz Coleman, what a joy to have yes. you. Boy, that was fantastic. Thank well, you. Now, Fritz, first question. Please. I'm sure everyone asks you okay. this. Mm-hmm. Why did I bring up that steakhouse I went to <laughs> in Madison, Well, Wisconsin? I don't know, but it was. you're a great storyteller. It was fantastic. I have two questions. Yeah. I want to find out, does John Hodgman do tours with his podcast? And you're Yes, I'm his sidekick on that show. That's fantastic. Yeah. He's such an amusing, talented man. And I, what's the, tell me about your book. Oh sure, yes. Uh, it is a it is a graphic novel, um, and thank you both for allowing me to plug. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I love this. Always be this plugging, is, Jordan. This is called yes. deflection because my life is not nearly as interesting as apparently yours is. Uh, yes, so I've uh, uh, in the time since we worked together, Fritz, and we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I've pivoted away from acting and toward writing, as Jesse said. The 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 world of imagination and ideas. It comes out through my pen. I'm not in control. The muse guides me. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it's about communing with the muse. Yes. Chris. Ah. yes. Writing is. Yes. Now, obviously, you're a writer. So I don't need to explain this you to you, know. but you're sort of a vessel for the sure. muse. Right. Yes. I, I, uh, mine's on a daily hire basis. Right. <laughs> so you just bring them in as have, necessary. I don't have one on retainer. I have. I, I use the app economy <laughs> personally. <laughs> sure. So I, I pay my muse in appetizers. M- it's M-U- Z. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, I. So I, I wrote a graphic novel that is coming out next year. It's called Youth Group. It is a uh, spooky YA horror comedy about teenage exorcists. Um, the arts by the great Bowen McGurdy. It's available for pre-order now. Uh, yeah. So I was. Uh, I've, I've done some comic books. That's a great uh, accomplishment. Good Thank for you. you. Thank you. Um, I, I guess I should mention, uh, Fritz. We have. This show has been going on for 15 years, and it's basically a weekly reshuffling of five or six stories. Yeah. Just a couple things that happened to me in San Francisco as a child. Uh, me listing a couple of guys from the 1989 San Francisco Giants. Yes. Is there anything else? Uh, well, 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 I think my 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 greatest of the five stories is the time when I got to be in a commercial for the NBC Four Weather with you, uh, and this is like right, right. You know, I had been in LA for a year. I think I was, I think I was, I was spotted on an improv team. I think that's how I got the gig. Um, yeah, I don't know if Matt, do we have the audio of the commercial? Oh, we oh, have it. Can no. we? Are you okay? Do we? You want to uh, listen fine, to it? I'm fine. Let's do. I can't get fired, or it can't hurt me now. <laughs> I'm retired. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, let's hear it, Matt. So I'm looking for some gnarly waves this weekend. I was thinking of maybe going south. So hold on. Can you pause that for a second? Is that Fritz? No, that's me. You sound different. You sound really different. (laughs) I guess I should say, too, I am in a wetsuit and holding a surfboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. And you look like an adorable baby. (laughs) (laughs) Laguna, what do you think? No. No burrito. I head north. You're going to have a pumping northwest swell up along Ventura County coast. I mean, gnarly 10-footers if you're lucky. Nice. 
I love you, NBC. That was kind of fun, you know, because it was different. You know, yeah. I, I, I was not believable saying those surf words, but uh, you were great. You were very believable as the surfer. Thank you. No, it's nice of you to say. Wait, I... No, hold on. Okay. Sorry, I'm not going to. Look, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> everyone's going to say. That commercial is a classic. <laughs> everyone's going to say. It ran during the Olympics. Hello? My mom saw it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's on YouTube. And, you know. and it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's, Thousands of views on this Here's thing. what I, I... I thought everybody was very believable. Fritz, I, even you. I thought even <laughs> you were very believable. Obviously, Jordan is has had a, a long career as a celebrated actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the movie All About Steve. Thank you. Um, but uh, it, it, I thought everybody was great in the commercial. I just have one question. Please. This is something that's been eating at me <laughs> in the 15 years or whatever it's been since that commercial was made. Um, Try thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> what is, close, probably close. What? So the last line of that is, "I love you, NBC." Forrest <laughs> yeah. Prince Coleman. Yeah. Is that something you That's improvised? where people stopped suspending their disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it went away, right? There. I think. No, but it was fun. It was different. Listen, we we did those spots, the individual ones that you were with, mm-hmm. and then Fred Rogan, the sports guy, and I did them, and they were goofy and they were funny and they were slapstick, but they were different, and yeah. they really, I I'll tell you, I've been in broadcasting my whole career. I don't. I, I never really had an opinion about the power of advertising, whether it was worth all these sponsors spending thousands of dollars for a thirty-second spot, whether it worked. But I'm telling you, I, 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 rece- I was on the receiving end of how successful marketing can be with that. We had another one. Uh, it was later than that. You had already launched into your career after that <laughs> on on, on the on the heels of my. Uh, of my uh, giving you your break. Thank you, by the way. But yeah. you're very welcome. Yeah. And uh, but uh, they had a, a spot called Fritz said it would be like this, and it was just that line. There were no pictures. There was no video, and they and they bought billboards that said Fritz said it would be like this. And that was 35 years ago. And old ladies still come up to me. I'm in Vons with my pajama <laughs> bottoms, and I'm buying you know fruit that hasn't expired. And Fritz said it would be like. And I mean, it, it, I, to this day they remember that yeah and then and then i'll get off of this no no please. fritz said it would be like this came out at a time when um when uh what's his name um jimmy carter's vice president walter fritz mondale, mondale. Yeah. fritz mondale so fritz said it would be like this nobody knew what it was because nobody knew who i was i really didn't make an impression in the town yet and i got written up in a conservative Orange County newspaper, finally, the media comes out and admits they're left-wing bent. Look at that. They're coming out. They bought a billboard <laughs> that supports Fritz Mondale for President. Fritz said it would be like this. I mean, what else do we need? And it was great. So somebody sent me this this, this editorial in the newspaper, so I autographed a photograph and sent him a Fritz said it would be like this T-shirt. I said, thanks for the PR. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those things were crazy, but it was fun, and they spent a fortune on those things. On your salary and then a couple of the Yeah, I think I got two hundred dollars <laughs> holy shit <laughs> holy crap and Jordan. then all and then all the cocaine i could snort yeah so <laughs> there was at that shoot there was, was so mad. much there's so much coke any local weather shoot yeah. there's gonna be cocaine that's just <laughs> that's just how it works yeah oh my god do you uh do you have a favorite one of those that you shot 
Just one well, like stand other and obviously leaving oh, aside. No, yes. Oh no, yeah, that, that yeah, one was yes. unbelievable. Fritz but, and uh, Surfer did. Yeah. But uh, uh, Rogan and I did some good ones, and the first one that Fred and I did, we we we, um, we were benefits of the of the genius of a guy by the name of Vince Manzi, who, after he created our commercials locally, was the guy that went to NBC and came up with Must See Thursday and all these, I mean, he was like an iconic PR guy. He was just brilliant. And so he designed this series of spots where Fred and I were in constant uh, competition with one another. Now, the twist is that Fred's the sports guy, so he should be good at sports. Mm-hmm. I'm the weather guy, so I should be a geek with pale skin that doesn't get a lot of direct sunlight. And I won every one of the competitions. Like, we would do dunking contests, and and it was all special effects. And then I at the end, I, w- I would strike him with lightning, and his hair would be on fire. And, and it was just goofy. But it was so <laughs> impactful. I mean, people love those things. So, whatever. I was pretty distressed. Look, I, I enjoyed... <laughs> Fritz, I enjoyed I enjoyed your special on assisted living, um, but I was pretty disturbed to learn that you're a false meteorologist. <laughs> I to me to me our our country's greatest heroes are our meteorologists. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay, I believe in the science, Jordan. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> every day at 8 p.m., you applaud out your window yeah. and bang pots and pans for our meteorologists. First of all, the, the, the premise of having a weatherman in a town with no weather immediately <laughs> yeah. blows the thing. But uh, no, I, I never proclaimed to be a meteorologist. I was hired from the comedy store. Right. Oh, wow. At, I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you a story that's true. Yes. Real meteorologists, the people that you hang out with. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, you and all I your do. meteorologist I friends. Got, I usually, when on Friday nights, find me down at the meteorology bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they hate this story because, yeah. you know, there, there are guys that, you know, they, they've had a windsock on their bike when, from the time they were five. And they, they, they all they wanted to be was a major market weatherman. Right. I did not set out to be a weatherman. So I came out here in 1980 to do comedy. And I was did the open mics for a couple of years and finally became a paid regular at the comedy store. And my friend, who was the anchorman at Channel 4, John Beard, said, hey, um, are you doing a show Friday night? I want to bring my boss and his wife down to see you. And I said, yes. So he came to see my show. God rest his soul. Steve Antonetti, I owe him my whole career. So John brought him down, and I did my show. And I had talked on stage about, I, I work for Armed Forces Radio and Television, and when I was in the Navy, I was forced to do the weather against my will, and I didn't know anything about weather, but that didn't seem to bother the Defense Department as long as I didn't use profanity, and I, my shoes were shined, and I was respectful to my superiors, you know, they didn't care. So I did my show, and I got off stage, and I went back to meet these people, and Steve Antonetti said, this is a really odd question, but do you have any desire to come to Channel 4 and do some vacation relief weather forecasting? I need a guy to fill in for my main guy. The main guy was Kevin O'Connell, who took Pat Sajak's place when Pat went to do Wheel of Fortune. And uh, and uh, you'll be the weekend guy, and, and you'll just have fun. And I said, you, you, you did hear me on stage say that I don't know anything about weather. Did you hear that? He said, there's no weather in I have California. have 10 minutes about it. That's right. The, 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 there's no weather in California. So this will be perfect. You know, just, sure. just come and have fun. So I thought, oh, my God, I was making $25 a set at the comedy store. I thought, this is a miracle. And can I please carry your wife back to the car? Anything? Thank you. And so I auditioned the following week, got the weekend 
fill-in utility player job for two years. Then my predecessor left and went over to CBS, and I was bumped up to the main guy, and I retired two weeks shy of my 40th anniversary. I always say it's the, it's the, it's the greatest stroke of show business luck since that woman was discovered at Schwab's pharmacy. That's what I tell everybody. I feel like the something that is underrated in the annals of show business is that for. 50-ish years, the only uh, available jobs for someone funny on television were being the weekend weather guy or hosting the monster movie. Like, <laughs> right. that's, that's exactly. It. Like, those are the only choices. Really it's like you're point. either Elvira or but Fritz I know, I Coleman, never got and that's the to end. to do that, and I'm a little pissed about it. Too, throw, right? throw some neck bolts on Fritz. <laughs> Fritz, I've always considered you deeply monstrous. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, anyway, I, I mean, I, it was, I didn't set out to do it, but I had two kids, and I was like a middle act on the road, what they call a feature act in comedy club. So I was making $600 for a six night gig and often having to pay for my own transportation. And I thought, my God, you know, my kids are going to have a stable life. So I took it. Yeah. I felt a little guilt at having not been like Jay Leno and lived in my car for two months and all that stuff. But it was, it was, it handed me a gift. I mean, there really, there truly are. Like I have a friend from middle school Shout out to Cameron Laughlin. Just just a big <laughs> shout out to Cam. Cam loves the show. I haven't seen him since we were 13, uh, but I think we're Facebook friends. <laughs> and Cam Laughlin, really lovely guy, at least when we were 11, 12, and 13 years old, but a, a real lovely dude. He's an asshole now. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fucking big news from Fritz Coleman. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't think you do follow Cam on Facebook because <laughs> this, is, this is the last thing that I expected to learn from. That dude has some weird theories. <laughs> so Cameron Laughlin used to, Cameron Laughlin was like a handsome jockey guy. I mean, obviously, like, I went to a very nerdy school, but, like, he was a pretty handsome jockey well, guy. Cameron's usually are. It's a good name for, uh, <laughs> oh, he was a for, uh, absolutely classic Cameron. Spit curl, maybe. Superman Blonde, spit curl. Yeah. Sure. Uh, very athletic. and But Cameron always would fucking loved the weather. Like, he'd talk about how much he loved Dude the weather. Dude wouldn't shut up about the dew point. This is in <laughs> this is in San Mateo, California, which, if anything, may have less weather than Los Angeles. <laughs> and I always, I would think about, like, for decades afterwards, I would just think about Cameron as a this 12-year-old talking about how much he loves the weather. And he never really, like, put... For me, for my purposes, never really put his finger on exactly what about the weather he loved. <laughs> mm -hmm. I couldn't, I could never quite fit. I was like, I was very struck by it. And Cam grew up to be, I, th I believe he's a contractor. But then one day I saw him on Facebook and he had become a fucking local weatherman in Whoa. Phoenix. Oh that's my cool. God. That's a major market. Well, he's a guy that deserves to be a weatherman, right. unlike me who didn't give a shit about the weather. When I was <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I, I don't even know what a dew point is. Our, 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 not a paid regular, though, at the at the comedy <laughs> no, store. Still doing the fucking that's open right. mics. That's right. He wasn't making that solid 25 <laughs> yeah. skins a night at the comedy store. Was bringing on Rita Rudner. <laughs> Mitzi, told, Mitzi told him to come up with a gimmick, but all he could... <laughs> Uh, but but uh, the, the uh, you know our evening newscasts. I did the four, five, six, and eleven o'clock when I was there. Were, were like the morning newscasts now. They were they were familial. They you know they they wanted us to relate to one another and have fun and say what'd you do over the weekend? Oh, and here's some news. Incidentally, mm -hmm. it wasn't as hardcore. You know, drive bys and freeway chases and death and if it bleeds it leads all that kind of stuff it was softer when i was on now it's all business plus there's more competition now so uh fritz 
Yes. What's your personal favorite kind of weather? Are you are you a shorts mm. guy? Do you like mm. bringing a light jacket? This, is, this by the way, is our play for a Peabody here. <laughs> if we don't get a Peabody or a, or a Polk Award out of what's your favorite type of weather? <laughs> Between April and October. Okay. It's morning clouds and fog, hazy afternoon sun, high in the low 70s, and that's what I—that's my favorite weather because Beautiful. it makes my job easy when I get to work. I just have to figure out new ways to say morning clouds and fog, hazy afternoon sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God, I, I, there was there was a sports guy in San Francisco when I was growing up who did, for a long time, he did all of the evening on KRON, Channel 4 in San Francisco, he did all of the evening newscasts. So he did, uh, I, I think it was a, a 6, 7, and 11. Mm-hmm. And hosted a morning show on the sports talk station. Yeah, well, Fred Rogan did that. He Fred did all the sports. Plus, and now he's still doing that. He's on that. I don't know what the call letters are, but it's iHeartRadio Morning Sports. And he, I don't know how he did it. He was like the Iron Man. He slept about mm. three hours a night. Yeah. How did? How does? I can't even. I worked on a morning show for three weeks. And completely fell apart at the oh, scene. No. Like a it's, like a cardboard. The human body is not supposed to adapt to that. Yeah, like a cardboard <laughs> boat. That was me on a fucking on a fucking morning show, and they were doing it at eleven o'clock at yeah. night. Yeah, eleven o'clock at night. So it might have something to do with salary. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Wait, uh, obviously, <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours. So conversely, I hate Dallas Rains. <laughs> well, you should. Um, who, who singly might be one of the nicest people in the entertainment business. He's uh, just a doll. His uh, picture very, very prominently displayed at my car wash. His like yeah. headshot is up at my well, car wash in go. a very prominent place. I could t- I could tell they love him there. He's this, a good guy. This didn't even occur to me, Fritz. What? How many fucking car washes and dry cleaners must have your picture <laughs> in them? This is what all of us in the my rest car of the wash inter- no longer the, the car wash that I went to for thirty five years no longer exists. Is at the corner of Chandler and Magnolia? No, uh, Whitsit and Magnolia. In, in, in North Hollywood, mm-hmm. and now it's an apartment complex. Yeah. So now I go to Hollywood Stars on Magnolia mm. and uh, Coenga. Mm. Love Hollywood See, Stars. Put that little, you know, put Lo- that. Local jokes get you local. Plinka patch says we're I, doing all Hollywood n- stars nobody material gives from a here on crap out. about me in my dented Volvo at the uh, car wash. And so Come Dallas on. is a car collector. Yeah. So when he rolls in there with his oh, Maserati, oh, maybe that's a big, maybe yeah. that's a part sure. of why he gets it detailed there. He Fritz Coleman, please send us a signed eight by ten. Please, yeah, you, please I, send us. I have to you, find one. You know who the only other person I've ever asked for a signed eight by ten from was Elvira. Yeah, yeah, Elvira. It's, it's hanging, so I noticed it when he was hanging in the bathroom. It's a handsome. So it's item. yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's the classic uh, fucking weatherman and monster show. But host. you're right about that. They don't even have those anymore. I wonder why that happens. I know. I've got the, these are the, the monster show hosts. There's no greater dream job in show business. I don't care. Like I don't even like monster movies particularly. That's all I want to do. You just want a, a cape with a, a wide collar. <laughs> I just want a chance to wear a cape professionally. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I went to my first Halloween event of the season. Congratulations! Uh, Thank you. Um, I went to one of these like outdoor movies where they show a you know a classic horror movie and people. Was it in the cemetery, the Hollywood cemetery? Uh, thing? No. Uh. Uh-uh. This was. At at a, this was kind of by you, Jesse. This was in a uh, park where they, and I had never been here before. I don't, I can't imagine, I, can, I don't know how I've lived in LA this long and not been to this place, but it's a park where they have transferred a lot of like oh, old Victorian. You went homes. to Heritage Square, my Heritage friend. Heritage Square, there you this go. Guy's, this guy went to Heritage Square, Fritz. Uh, so yeah, they have a lot of these 
maybe you can describe it better than I can. It's a lot of like yeah, classic there, so, Victorian homes. Yeah, the the part of Northeast Los Angeles where I live, sort of Lincoln Heights, Highland Park, Mount Washington, was the first suburb of Los Angeles. So a lot of the houses, the first houses that were built there were built in the 1880s and 1890s. And when L.A., sort of uh, went wild in the 60s and 70s in terms of population. Some of those houses were preserved and trucked down to this one little plot of land on the side of the freeway that became one of those living history museums. Only it's the sorriest of all living history museums (laughs) because you can only go inside one of the houses and you can only do that. What street is this on? I don't know anything about this. It's, It's right off the, look. Some of the trees, shout out too. To the, shout out to the Hollywood stars uh, 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 car wash. And shout out to the Avenue 43 exit from the 110. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check this out. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, so they had like an outdoor movie there. Really fun. Um, people kind of, people dressed up. It was like costumes encouraged. And I, you know, a lot of Barbies, I, 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 I called that. This is the Halloween of Barbie. Mm. Um a lot of fun Barbie looks, but I was really impressed to see like five or six just regular ass Frankenstein, yeah. <laughs> just green face Old paint, school. I'm neck with bolts. I'm like, this is great. This is a classic <laughs> Halloween costume. I'm glad to see it. I always feel a little bit of pressure dressing up because like, like oh, I, I can't think of a funny pun. I don't, I don't, I don't know what topical thing to do. Just I, I love just seeing a guy with green face paint and neck bolts. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> in my opinion, Dracula is probably the most tired of the sure. classic mm-hmm. because, you know, there was, there was like this long period of horny Draculas in popular media. Everybody got cute, you know. Sure. Uh, everybody, I do support those plastic teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, it's a snooze. Um, I think... <laughs> Obviously, the most classic of them all is going to be Ghost by putting a sheet over your head and sure. cutting holes in it, yeah. but that one is a dangerous game to play. <laughs> and so I think- Yeah, there's visibility issues with that. <laughs> yeah. the, I think Frankenstein I think Frankenstein is really at the heart of things if you're going mm-hmm. classic Halloween costume. I, I, I'm absolutely with Did you. Did you dress up at all? No, oh. I didn't. But it like it I it I felt like not a even chunk. like a business suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a door to door salesman. <laughs> um no, I did I didn't and I I feel I feel like I should. So maybe I'll try and do another. We still got a couple of cu- couple of weeks before Halloween, so I think I can I could maybe get I a wanted to buy together. my daughter and her friends tickets to the Universal Halloween Haunt, which is a huge uh, yes, deal. Sure, sure, sure. They're sold out. Yeah. And till the end of the thing, you can't get in there. I thought, wow. Fritz Coleman can't get in Hello. there. Hello. I, I know. I worked for the company for 40 years. <laughs> you know what? Just make, just make some calls. <laughs> call the folks down at Hollywood Stars and they have them put a in crap. a call for you. As you well know in show business, they forget you in two and a half weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you a Halloween guy? I, I'm I'm I I was when I was the father of young children, mm-hmm. and now my children have taken that over. And my middle child, my son, is just off the chain. He's got like fifteen inflatable things around his house, and oh, lights he does and, the inflatables. Yes. He's when got, did that start? There's so, I don't know. When did inflatable start? It seems like it was like two years ago. When like it was a little longer ago than yeah. that. But he's you know he's an electrician, so he he's he's got all this stuff wired. But it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Him, so. God, I would love to have special skills. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know where he got this. It certainly didn't. It wasn't hereditary. Uh, the what? Uh, 
another noteworthy costume I saw at this thing. So it's a, it's, it's a movie. So they they have like various levels of chairs you can you can get to see the screen. Not to brag, but I went to this one time and I, I paid the extra to meet the star of Gremlins. Whoa! Okay, yeah. you hang with a big talk people. about talk yeah. about signed eight by tens, my friend. <laughs> this was this he was, was very this nice. maybe for Grace's benefit. This was for my daughter's. Wow. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm thinking about just putting on one of my old weather suits, put on a little pale makeup, and go as Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know? that's an that's who's a great topical. Who's gonna know? Sure, father of the atomic bomb. <laughs> uh, but right as the movie was about to start, a guy a couple rows forward starts scooting into his seat in a giraffe costume <laughs> hilariously rude that is like so it's so funny how rude that choice is like you did that on purpose or he just he did he he sat down uh and he did he didn't take the head off yeah but for a hot second i was like this guy is fucking it's brilliant how rude this is <laughs> when he took the head off were you surprised that it wasn't a real giraffe I was, yeah. <laughs> and I had to tell my son, I'm sorry, that's one of the draft's helpers. And every Halloween, the Jordan. the draft can't be everywhere Jordan. at once. Jordan. You don't have a son. I don't have a son. I got to get a son. <laughs> I got to get a just son. Just for your benefit, Fritz, Jordan's really got to get a son. got to get a son. This guy doesn't have a son. No son. He needs to get one. <laughs> um, Jesse, how's what's how's Halloween prep in, uh, in the Thorn household going? It's going pretty well. I came home from the road. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was out there bringing home the bacon. Sure, yeah. Um, and I, I came home from the road the other day and- uh, you know, like by the time I get off that, f- f- like out of the fucking airplane and then onto the bus to Union Station and then mm-hmm. on the oh, yeah. ride from Union Station to the house and got two 50 pound bags full of challenge coins and lapel pins that say <laughs> Judge John Hodgman on them. Um, uh, by the time I get to the front door, I am like bleary eyed and confused. And there is a spider web that goes from the floor to the second story of my house, from the ground wow. to this, from the garden mm. grass. And I think what happened is my children petitioned my wife <laughs> to go on Amazon.com and just drop $21 on whatever the largest thing $20 would buy. Like, they, it is completely bonkers. Then there are a few miscellaneous hands reaching out of graves some black cats and um like one again these are like these are the kind that are on stakes that stick into your lawn and i think one orange pumpkin small mm-hmm. flat it's like orange a dinner pumpkin. theater halloween it's yeah. very <laughs> it's dinner th- dinner theater halloween is very generous for what's <laughs> like the scale and impact of this like what can only be called a mess. Sure. This sounds like dentist office Halloween. <laughs> Honestly, this is like what it reminds me of, uh, if nothing else, is like the alley behind the dollar store on November 2nd. <laughs> right. Like it's just shit that blew out of the dumpster. Mm-hmm. How many uh, cities do you do on one of these tours at our time? We did, we, we'll go out 10 days at a time. So try not to stay out too long. So we'll try and do, I think this one was less uh, than usual. I think we only did like six on this one, but you know, we try and do s- six or eight in a 10 day cool. stretch and like, it, it, it's a lot of fun. Of course I went to Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I told you this, I went to this, uh, steakhouse. Sure. Called now the why Tornado are you telling us this? <laughs> don't know. Couldn't tell you. Do not remember. Hey, why don't we take a little break? Yeah. We'll try and figure out why 
Jesse brought up Madison, Wisconsin. We'll come back for a little bit more. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective, here with everybody's favorite part of the show, a solo break segment. Yeah, it's just you and me, and the things we do in this break are just for us. It's private, and it's beautiful. We want to say thanks to all the Max Fund members who have gone to MaximumFun.org slash join and thrown down a couple of bucks to keep this show going. Uh, MaximumFun.org slash join. If you haven't gone there, do it now. You'll get yourself a metric butt ton of bonus content and some good feels for knowing that you're the one keeping this show going. Hey, also, we want to thank this episode, the good folks at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix, we love them. Here's what it is. It's a fun, convenient, easy way to get cool new clothes that will fit you without you having to endlessly browse in stores and, you know, shady websites. Here's what you do. You go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You get a personal stylist. They will learn about your tastes and they will collaborate with you on some looks that you'll love and it won't break the bank. Uh, They have a wide variety of sizes available from XS to 3XL and they'll find your perfect fit and send you clothes hand-picked just for you. Uh, And sending stuff back is really convenient and easy. You get a prepaid envelope. You just drop it in the mail. uh, So you keep the stuff you like. You send back the stuff you don't. Shipping returns and exchanges are always free. Uh, I got myself a Stitch Fix box coming in the mail, and I'm really excited. Uh, Stitch Fix always gets me good stuff. Uh, Some of my favorite clothing items uh, came from Stitch Fix. Everything fits great. Everything looks cool. And it's really cool to have a a stylist uh, at your disposal. So if you're, you know, if if you got some some work functions coming up, maybe some holiday parties you want to look nice for, tell them that and they can send some stuff your way to help with very specific situations. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me, and they'll get you too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash jjgo, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo, stitchfix.com slash jjgo. We also have some more folks to thank. Jordan Jesse Go is supported in part by AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement designed to support whole body health. AG1. Here's what it does. It replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple, drinkable habit. Every scoop is packed with a science-driven formulation of 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food-sourced ingredients of high quality designed to help gut and mood support, boost energy, and even promote healthier-looking skin, hair, and nails. Uh, I've been drinking myself some AG1 in the mornings. And I'm feeling great. Love that I get all those vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and other good stuff uh, in just one little scoop. And hey, 
if you know me, you know I love to scoop. So so get yourself some fine scoopables from the folks at AG1. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash jjgo. That's drinkag1.com slash jjgo. Check it out. And hey, here's some more stuff uh, you can check out. Uh, Jesse, not present in this break segment, because he and John Hodgman are on the road with the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Maybe they're coming to a town near you. Maximumfun.org slash events, uh, where you can see all the tour dates uh, for Judge John Hodgman and uh, all the other Max Fun shows who are on the road, getting out there, doing shows for the fans. And uh, hey, I have been talking uh, in these break segments about uh, local indie bookstores where folks can pre-order Youth Group, my spooky new YA graphic novel with artist Bowen McGurdy. And and so far, the stores I've been listing have been in the continental United States. Well, now we're going to do a little something for you folks in Canada. Yeah, that's right. We love you up there in Canada. Uh, And a really cool listener let me know that they have pre-ordered Youth Group at Mill Street Books in beautiful Ontario. So if you are a Canadian listener and you want to pre-order Youth Group, the folks at Mill Street Books will help you out. MillStreetBooks.com. I checked out their site. It looks like a beautiful shop, and you can indeed Order Youth Group there, and they'll ship it right to you. Uh, okay, I think that's all. Back to the show. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Fritz Coleman, not a meteorologist, but I played one on TV for 40 years. Did you know that the best baseball player in the world is a guy who's well the second now second best baseball player in the world is a guy whose only interest as far as i can determine is weather i didn't know that los angeles angels star mike trout oh right? yeah this guy's he, he a did weather, weather with me one day yeah there you oh, go. Cool. we did we did a uh we did sports and weather from the game and he's a big weather freak and i threw stuff at him and he was right there i mean he he, he he's really a he knows a what the dew freak. point is hello yeah and i don't even know what the dew point sure is. i don't i'm just <laughs> saying it no. i just put two words no. together guys it's a dry heat am i right yes <laughs> I know oh, about man. weather we phrases. Are, we're, three, hey, we're three weatherheads weather over phrases. here. It's Winchell. <laughs> God. Ooh, Winchells. Let's get a donut. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Thanks, Jordan. You know, uh, the low tonight in uh, Laguna is 67 mm. uh, or 67 with Winchell. Sure. Yeah. That's probably close to correct. That might yeah. be right. Yeah, Thank you. Well, I'm a bit of a weather nut. Mm-hmm. I what tell. can I say? That's why I'm so fucking pissed at you. <laughs> <laughs> we came here to dress you down. Mm-hmm. We're I don't blame you. Me yeah. and Dallas. I have a lot of apologizing to do. <laughs> me and Dallas Rains brought our brass knuckles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're going to. Did you know? Okay. This is this is a real Fritz Coleman fact mm-hmm. that I want to take credit for knowing authentically uh, before noticing it in a some nice thing that uh, Fritz's publicist Lori sent us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Later, I I almost wish it hadn't been in the stuff that Lord, so that I could take credit for sure. it. <laughs> a few months ago, my daughter and I watched the hit film Anchorman, mm-hmm. The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Right. 
Very funny film. Have you heard about this movie? I've uh, heard it's great, and I suspect it holds up. You know what? Can, can I make a suggestion? Hmm. If you haven't seen it, just go to any group of 21-year-old men and have them recite the entire thing from beginning <laughs> oh, to end sure. for you. so true. Uh, it does. It holds yeah. up impressively. I mean, it's still not really a movie. <laughs> but other than that, no, it holds up. it's a documentary. You're right. <laughs> it holds up perfectly. Like, it is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Every single bit of mm-hmm. it that was funny before, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and Fritz Coleman has a fucking credit on this movie. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Tell well, us more. Um, um, Judd Apatow, mm-hmm. you know, um, was an MC at the Improv for You're years. You're talking about failed stand-up comedian, Judd Apatow? <laughs> failed stand-up comedian. Yeah. But was able to redirect that energy to a much higher tax bracket. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and very funny guy. And, uh, and Adam McKay, who was the director, who went to the same high school I did, said, oh, we'd like to take you out to lunch and ask you some questions about the anchor people that you work with. So we had a three-hour lunch at Caudel Sol in, in, uh, in uh, Toluca Lake, and I couldn't laugh anymore. I was so, uh, my stomach hurt from laughing. These guys are very, very funny. And they just asked me to talk about some of the anecdotes about this one particular anchor, I can't mention his name because he's still alive. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge. And I, I told him these stories and they were <clears throat> astonished. I talk about their, you know, their narcissism and their, you know, they can work with people for 25 years and still not know their names, all that kind of stuff. And at the end of this luncheon, they said, this is all fantastic, and it'll help to write, but I cannot relay any of your stories because people will not believe they're true. <laughs> and I said, just do with it what you want. It was a great three-hour lunch, and they've, in order to thank me for paying for lunch for three people, they gave me a credit at the end of the movie. But to my, to my I, I told Judd that was a brilliant piece of work. And then I called him again. After the Gary Shandling documentary, did you see that on HBO? Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. I said, okay, forget Anchorman, forget 40-year-old virgin. Forget Get me all- a credit on the Gary Shandling <laughs> documentary. No, 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 no. I said, that's probably the best piece of work you've ever done. It was so well constructed, and Gary's a very deep guy. You know, he's a zen guy, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was a spectacular piece of work. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited that Toluca Lake came up organically because did you know that Fritz is an honorary mayor of Toluca Lake? No. I have been for 27 years. Wow. Which means literally nothing. (laughs) I mean, I'm concerned that you're unwilling to give up the post uh, because there have been elections in the last 27 years. Yeah. Crushed them all. Honorary honorary democracy depends upon mm -hmm. your willingness to pass the honorary mantle. I can't even get a parking ticket fixed in the city of Toluca Lake. (laughs) I've been the honorary mayor. I have one responsibility every year, and it takes me a long time to prepare for this, the first Friday of every December, my job is to light the five-foot Christmas tree in front of Ramsey Schilling Real Estate on Riverside Drive. Oh. That's it. <laughs> then we have the Girl Scouts singing a couple of Christmas carols. It really, and just for that one moment, I've, it, it's, it's very satisfying. Tell me, tell me, please tell me, Fritz, that you get 10% off at Milton Eaton's Dry Cleaner. <laughs> please tell me. Oh, no. Please tell me. <laughs> 
Tell me, <laughs> tell me, you get a permanent new customer Not discount. Not even lucky enough to get that. Right. Oh. But I love. I live there, and it's just a great community, and it's fun. So when they do fundraising or the garden club needs to raise money for new ivy or something, I come and host a <laughs> thing. They will kick you out of a booth at Bob's Big Boy if Fritz <laughs> rolls up. Jordan, you know what just occurred to me? Hmm. Not only are we not local treasures, we're not treasures of any kind. I'm not even local. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you live in Cleveland. We have been leaving that out of the sure. show for a long time. You've lived in Cleveland the last seven right, years. Yeah, I'm doing this remotely. You commute in. <laughs> Um, have you ever uh, have you ever played yourself in a movie, or have you ever played a newsman? I did in a movie? the weather in one movie called Glimmer Man, which was a oh Steven my Seagal God. movie. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I never watched it because you know there are varying opinions about Steven Seagal, and I happened to put myself in one of those slots. And I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. Seems like whatever call you've made is the right one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, let me but, just say, with regard to Steven Seagal, he may have, through his actions, removed some of the ambiguity over what sure, kind of guy yes, he is. I just don't yes. want to piss the guy off. I don't know where he is. <laughs> then he became a cop or something, right? He's like a policeman. Or he became a an honor, cop or... honorary mayor of Toluca Lake. Yeah, I believe. No, no, he ain't, he ain't that good. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, no, that was the only movie I was ever in. We we they were very when when. Yeah, I I got offers to do game shows, and I I I, I did a couple of auditions, but I didn't succeed because I, I'm not a big game show watcher, and I I didn't get the science of it, and you know I'd go on there and try to do be funny or something, and the, and the director would say, you know, on this show the game is the star, mm. meaning shut up, just introduce the three questions and go. So. Um, I, I got lots of offers, but they wouldn't let us do them because Pat Sajak ruined it for everybody because he was doing the weather and Wheel of Fortune together mm. at first. And then they, they went up to him. This almost sounds like a movie. They went up to him and said, Pat, we're going to have to ask you to give up one of your interests because we think your, your, your attention is being stretched a little too thin. And they assumed that because news is the show that never gets canceled, he would take the weather job and give up the game job. Pat said, no, I'm going to go with door number two. I'm going to keep the Wheel of Fortune job. And now he makes like $30 million. Too bad it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> and we never heard so, of him again. <laughs> to, to answer your question, I had some offers. I just wasn't able to do them. I would uh, having, our, one, having one movie credit as Glimmer Man is pretty good, though. Yeah. 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 Our, friend, our friend Jimmy Pardo is, is oh. Oh, I love him. He and yeah, I worked so together in clubs for years. Oh, oh cool. there you go. That's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. One of the best there is and one of the funniest dudes in the world. And he has hosted some game shows. And the ability to be funny while hosting a game show is just awe-inspiring to me. Like, yes. It requires surgery because, you again, you have to let the game be the star. But boom, you know, he's so funny, fast on his feet. Fun to just to just dispatch the business. Just like <laughs> yeah. boom, 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 these are the rules and this is the, this is the possible answers. And to find something in there, oh, yeah. lo love no, that he's skill. He's a good guy. Dream skill. Fritz, I'm sorry that you don't have it. No, there's um, no question. I mean, I, I, it's okay. I, I don't claim to have that. He's doing a good job. I mean, and I, I hope he's taking a, 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 some work away from Steve. Uh, you know, 
Harvey. Yeah, that has every like every third game. Yeah, that guy's uh, that guy's uh, not sweating it. I would say. Uh, listen, you're talking to the wrong guy. I want Steve Harvey to be the star of all TV shows. <laughs> That's true. It is basically all that makes me laugh these days. <laughs> yes. Steve Harvey doing a take to camera. Just being I am, mad I am, about I am, something I am, someone said. I am numb to comedy except for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I was watching a Family Feud, mm-hmm. and Steve Harvey got mad at this one white guy for being in a family of black people, mm-hmm. and it was just the, one of the best things oh I've ever God. seen. It was so fucking That's hilarious. That's hysterical. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I can imagine it. He's just looking down the barrel of the camera and making mm-hmm. weird different faces and huffing and puffing, and I was like, this is the greatest nothing, thing nothing ever. Nothing funnier than that. Way to go, weird weird grumpus. <laughs> cool purple suit, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about your retrograde opinions about how families should operate, Steve. <laughs> but I really, I really, and that'll come out sometime. I really that'll like, come out sometime. I really like the faces that you make. Sure. <laughs> oh God, that's. Uh, hey. Oh, hey. How about this, Jordan? Yeah. We have a segment on our show called Momentous Occasions. That I was we, just what, about to say that. Why don't we do that? That would be great. Uh, should I tell you about where he had dinner in Madison, Wisconsin? <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's noteworthy in some way. Okay, uh... so I couldn't tell you why it was noteworthy. <laughs> so, How was the steak? It was a really good steak, actually. Cool, it was great. We had eaten this very fancy steak in Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois, at a famous steakhouse in Chicago, Illinois, that was fucking lousy with Weatherman 8x10s. Wow. This joint this joint was structurally supported by Weatherman 8x10s. I was so I was like I got to be able to I got to be able to crack these walls. Like it was all fucking 27 Ditkas and 27 local weathermen and oh I was like, God, "Oh, I wish funny. I could." Nobody has an 8x10 anymore. I think I it's all digital. I know. Um I think I think they should put up those digital frames for for a signed eight by ten, <laughs> oh, and just have them kind of always changing. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we have a segment on our program called Momentous Occasions. So when something momentous, when something momentous happens to you, the listener, give us a call two zero six nine eight four four fun, or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun dot org. Uh, our producer Matt. You know this guy. I do. Right Great over guy. there to your left. Great guy. Hey, I'm right here. Yeah, here's, here's Matt. Great work, Matt. Uh, Matt tells us he's selected a momentous occasion from among the many choices and will be replaying it for Ooh. us. Is that correct, Matt? Yes, that is right. Thank, Thank you, you, Matthew. When would you like that to happen? Matt, go ahead and play it. <laughs> Wait, hold. Okay, I'll hold. Momentous occasion flying in and roll. Okay, I'm doing it. No, now. okay, no. <laughs> so, Matt, whenever you're ready. Said, whenever you're ready. Uh, Matthew, so when yes, I yes. said, okay, so I'm going to give you three, two, one, and, <sighs> and then I'm going to go whoop, and that's going to be your, okay. Oh, with your finger? Yeah. So, three, two, one, and All right, whoop. I'm going to play it right now. Thank for you, Matt. Matt. Thank you, Matt. Momentous occasion. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I'm going to guess Blair Erskine. Close. This is Weston from Brisbane, Australia, calling with a momentous occasion. I was going to say, I'm Australia. here at the Brisbane airport about to board a plane for the States to visit my hometown of Baltimore because a week ago I decided I wanted to do something stupid and I wanted to do something spontaneous and decided I was going to get book a flight to Baltimore to see the can Orioles you pa- the Hold playoffs. on, can you pause? Like, I think we've all had this experience where you get to a point in your life, you're sort of like feeling like, have I calcified? Like in in your case, Fritz, of course, you 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 retired from the television news and said you're going to get back to the stage. Yeah, I want to do something wild, get out there in front of people and risk something. Um, you want to do something crazy? I know, like as I've entered middle age with my three children, I I wonder what what happened to the the wild young man that I mm. 
used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yes. remember how oh, yes. wild oh, the wild yes, stuff I, I would do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I think in that time in our life, all of us have gotten a wild hair up our ass and bought a plane ticket right. to Baltimore. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing spontaneous about a 19-hour plane trip. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm feeling stale. I need to take a John Waters filming location walking tour. That's a that's a lot of time to think about whether you should have booked yeah, a ticket to Richmond, you... Virginia mm, or Washington, D.C. Which of the regional... It's a nice town, Baltimore. Soft, it is, yeah. Soft shell crab great. they Baltimore's got there. Great. Get that great outsider art museum. It's a nice museum. Lake Trout, The Wire. Lake Trout, The a lot Wire. Of good stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Wire, yeah. Television show, The Wire. Matt hosts the Wire recap podcast. Yes, I do. Do you really? That's right. Man. Yes, let's don't plug talk mine. to Fritz. Don't talk to Matt. No, no, no. Matt. Talk to you me. Should this is our relationship. Absolutely. No, I, I I don't know enough about it. I just know that lots of actors have gotten their launch in there, and the writing uh, is spectacular and just a great show. Well, I it's think mostly that, Matt's work. That show may have more fans in retrospect than it had when it was on the air. That's it's become right. this legend. Hundred percent. It is just one of those great shows, guys. You want to talk about this for a while? Yeah. No. I mean, it's, apparently, it's supporting an entire recap sorry, podcast industry. <laughs> I'm just answering people who are talking. I don't yeah. know where they are. Honestly, what I would I would hate it if you were trying to do more. I, it would be cruel of me to ask you to do more. Even just that is a lot, given what's happening in here. Okay. Uh, Go ahead play and the, play, play, yeah, the, play the thing? thing. Play the thing. Book a flight to Baltimore to see the Orioles in the playoffs. Um, as Jesse would know, they're always bad. And this year they're having an incredible year. And I thought, when else is this going to happen? So I decided, I wrote, up, wrote to my brother, who still lives there, and said, if I buy an insanely priced plane ticket, will you buy an insanely priced playoff ticket? We reached an agreement, and uh, I'm going to deal with the jet lag and be back here in about five days. So, yeah, um, I thought y'all would appreciate that. Thank you so much for all the joy you bring into the world. That's really beautiful. Um, really wow. beautiful story. Jo- act- actor Josh Charles, internet acquaintance of mine, huge Baltimore Orioles mm. fan. And the Orioles uh, truly have sucked ass for a long time. <laughs> and they are, are were very good this year. Unfortunately, this man took a 19-hour plane flight to watch them get their asses kicked uh-huh. in the playoffs. But you'd think the Orioles would honor that somehow if they knew that story. That's a great story. I know. Years years ago, um, we, we had a friend who founded a... A podcast network called Earwolf, and when he sold it, he sold it for many millions of dollars. And uh, he's a big Chicago Cubs fan, and he knew I'm a Giants fan. And when the Giants were playing the Cubs in the playoffs, he, out of the deep kindness of his heart, called me and said, "Jesse, if you buy an airplane ticket to San Francisco, you can go to the Giants Cubs playoff game with me. I have four tickets, and it's going to be three Cubs fans and you, but." And I was like, absolutely, had never been to a playoff game. Went and watched like one of the most legendary playoff meltdowns of all time. It's like the only time I've been to a playoff game. And I think it was still worth it. I think think it was still worth it, uh, even though it was a a crushing disappointment. So good good on this guy. He can skew this one on the Barbie. 
and a third Australia thing, something about Yahoo Serious star of Young Einstein. <laughs> Let's see. Let's say I would maybe say boomerang. Tell you what, Matt, take Matt, a minute to uh, Google Australia. Yeah, can you uh, Google the crocodile hunter. Craig. crocodile hunter? God, there you go. And, and crocodile Dun- hunter. Dundee. The, Dundee. The, that's yeah, not a knife. Yeah. yeah. So he says, so Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. This is the guy from the movie Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what does he say? He, uh, he looks at a knife and right. he says, um, wait a minute, that's not a knife. Okay, so here's my question about that. Maybe you can- Still funny. I can answer <laughs> it. As a, re- up. as a Wire Recap podcast, maybe you know the sure, answer sure. to that. Sure, sure. I probably do. So my memory, I saw this movie in the movie theaters, Crocodile Dundee. Do you know this movie? Uh, yeah, again, maybe I saw it as a kid. They were hugely yeah, the movie hot Crocodile for Dundee. So yeah. Crocodile Dundee, of course, Fritz, you may or may not know this. He's a crocodile guy from Australia mm-hmm, yeah. who goes to New York, and this guy's a fish out of water in New York, as I recall. Now, what I remember from watching this movie, man, obviously you're the expert. That's yeah, why yeah, I'm yeah, asking yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, I remember him looking at a knife, and then he says, "Well, that's not a knife." Right. But here's my confusion. I think it was a knife. Yeah, no, that was part of what was funny about it. Because I was okay. like, what do you mean that's not a knife? But not then he, a knife. Yeah, he pulls out a bigger knife. Right. And uh, you realize, oh, this guy has an entirely this... different definition of what a knife is based on size. How did he get this big knife on the plane? I mean, did he put that? I guess he could have put it in his That was pre- Yeah, this is a lot. It's on the 80s. About, yeah, you could bring anything on a plane back in the day. Cigarettes, right. knives. Yeah. A baby that wasn't yours. Yeah, I have, baby. I have another question. Crocodile. I have another question. This is sort of a partly about Crocodile Dundee, partly sure. about uh, comedies in the film comedies of the 1980s. Sure. Um, the movie Crocodile Dundee, Dundee, that's a comedy, right? This is a comedy movie. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah, so it's a comedy movie. Uh, maybe, Jordan, you've seen it. Maybe you can help. I mentioned this um, earlier. I yeah. Are, so. are there any jokes in that entire movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the answer is no. Well, the knife joke. Yeah, well, they've got that knife yeah. joke. They've got that knife joke. It was so joke. long ago, I can't remember. I yeah, can't I think there's no jokes in Listen, the entire let's... movie. Is there a crocodile in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a crocodile like Wrangler or something, right? He, uh, I think he was, honestly, I don't know if it was one of his parents or one of his grandparents that was a crocodile. You know, actually, I, do, I, am, I am remembering this. The crocodile was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. We'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jessica. Oh my gosh. Hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture game show Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play a whole host of games, like one where I describe a show using a limerick, and our guests have to figure out what it is. Let's do one right now. What show am I talking about? This podcast has game after game and brilliant guests who come play you. The host is named Dave. It could be your fave. So try it. Life won't be the same. Uh, Big Business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Close, but no. Oh, is it Troubled Waters, the pop culture quiz show with all your favorite comedians? Yes, Troubled Waters is the answer to this question and all of my life's problems. Now, legally, we actually can't guarantee that, but you can find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Cruciola, host of Feeling Seen, where we start by asking our guests just one question. What movie character made you feel seen? I knew exactly what it was. Clementine from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Joy Wang slash 
Shabutipaki. That one question launches amazing conversations about their lives, the movies they love, and about the past, present, and future of entertainment. Roy in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I worry about what this might say about me, but I've brought Tracy Flick in the film Election. So if you like movies, diverse perspectives, and great conversations, check us out. Oof, this is real. New episodes of Feeling Seen drop every week on MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. And I'm Fritz Coleman, and the next time I come back, I'll be Oppenheimer. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Fritz, of yes. course our audience can watch your special on Tubi. Mm -hmm. um, alongside every movie. Every movie ever made <laughs> right, is on right, Tubi. Right. I don't know how Tubi got the rights to if every movie on Earth. Between the uh, yeah. wannabe Turner Classic movies. I think there's also an Antiques Roadshow only channel on Tubi. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I making that up. I actually think that that oh, is true. Oh, God, that's funny. Um, but uh, if people want to see you in real life, you just got extended in your monthly residency at the El Portal, right? Right, right. We're in the small theater, the Marilyn Monroe Forum. It's a little uh, 100 seat with cabaret tables. And we, we actually saw the, the TV and show. And you're going to be doing some cabaret. Or are you doing a production of cabaret? No, I do a couple of songs from Cats. Okay, great. And I do some uh, Shakespearean monologues. You know, in my show, I don't do the songs from Cats. I just wear the outfit from Cats. Fantastic. And I do a little bit of licking. <laughs> just some licking. you got to keep yourself clean. Yeah. You're a very clean oh, animal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're there uh, once a month. Uh, our next one will be November 26th. They're three in the afternoon because my particular demographic likes to be home by dark. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you. I don't know if you guys heard. I went to Madison, Wisconsin to do a show recently. <laughs> you don't say. Our show was at four o'clock in the afternoon. And when our booking agent was like, do you really want to do a four o'clock in the afternoon show? It was something was in there at night, you know, but it's Saturday. We want to get in there. And Hodgman and I like talked on the phone. We're like, do we want to do a four o'clock in the afternoon show? And we both sort of thought about it for a minute. And we're like, definitely yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, uh, no. that sounds great. great. And it doesn't, you know, it's a Sunday and it doesn't inflict on whatever your Sunday night plans is with irritating relatives or something, you know. Yeah. And so, yes, we've been extended. So November 26th, I don't remember the other dates. We take uh, December off because they're doing a huge Christmas thing. In that theater, they're doing uh, Dickens A Christmas Carol, and uh, Scrooge is going to be Elon Musk, which is going to be an interesting oh, thing. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> no, but then we're back in January, February, and March, and just check their website. And it's I could just... see. Can I just say, Fritz Coleman in a panto. Make it happen, Los Angeles. <laughs> right. Pantos, British-style pantos coming to the United States. How could, what better stunt casting could there be than Come Fritz on. Coleman? We just heard he can deliver the shit out of a line. <laughs> he said all that surfing words that he didn't know. Sure. That was him. That wasn't me. No, I was reading that off a script, wasn't I? Or I don't remember. No, I think but you, you sold it. I think I something I remember is that um I think I I think you were memorized and I also thought it was really sweet. We are not in the shot together. No. You stayed for the reverse. That's right. Because you because I I would have something to play off of. And there I are two people, me and yeah. Spencer Tracy. Stay for yes. the reverse. <laughs> I want to encourage people to watch that commercial because you get a feeling for it mm -hmm. from hearing the sound, but you don't get to see Jordan's ain't I a stinker face when he puts his finger to his <laughs> lips after saying the surfing words. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Fritz, so at the El Portal here, mm -hmm. here in Southern California yep. for Southern Californians, 
on Tubi for folks who aren't on Tubi. Do you have any other life streams that you're going to I have return a website to for it's now called comedy.com. I have You've always pic- wanted to have a website. Oh. <laughs> That's old the pictures dream. of me in the Navy. Yeah. I have uh, my musings about uh, racism and war. Great. I, I've, you know, all kinds of stuff. All the important stuff. <laughs> old pictures Hot of you Navy in the Navy. Hot Navy and yeah. musings. Uh, I'd love to see this guy in his dickies. Sure. Is that part of a Navy <laughs> uniform? I'm not Get sure. His whites, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, Dress no, whites. Right. There you Bell go. Bottoms. Uh you ever as you go you ever end up somewhere in Fleet Week and then you see those airplanes flying around and you're just like, Holy shit. That um, happened to me recently. No, it's, I, it was why I mentioned it. I was on an aircraft carrier for three and a half years in the Navy. So, and I was on the third deck, which was one deck below the fourth deck, which is the uh, air deck. That's the one the planes land on. And when they're doing twenty-four hour operations, if every forty-five seconds you hear boom, and the whole ship shakes. So, I, I it, it doesn't even phase me anymore to. This is why this is why my dad would flip the fuck out anytime the Safeway truck drove pi- mm. past our house. That a very specific reason. Just was he in my the military? dad would literally jump out of his chair wow. when the Safeway, because the back of his chair was to the window to the street, so he couldn't see the sh- the Safeway truck drive past. Oh yeah, I would do that after earthquakes. Every time a truck went by the street, I thought, oh, this is it. Yeah, dive under the couch. Anyway, Fritz Coleman, of course, you know him as. As generations from here on will know him as the second banana in the famous commercial, right. Fritz Coleman Surfer Dude. <laughs> oh, he was the surfer dude? No, no, he was the other guy. <laughs> he was the other guy. Oh, cool. You know, there's an art to being a great straight man, and I think Fritz will learn it eventually. Sometime. Yeah. Uh, Fritz, it's been a joy to yeah, have you. Yeah, thank you blast. so much. You guys are so, so much fun. fun. You can make this, this last great. two or three hours easy. What a, what a joy and an honor. Uh, the program is Jordan, Jesse Go. Matt Lieb is our producer. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on social media. Uh, we're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris at put.this.on, on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. Com, uh, hashtag at JJ Go. Facebook, Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Get on there. Matt, you're gonna post this uh you're gonna post this commercial on our on our social media feeds. I will now that you've told me. Yeah. It's a little something called producing, and that's what you're doing, baby. <laughs> Making it happen. I get paid either way. Yeah. Oh shit. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. God damn it. It's in his contract. He doesn't have to do shit. God damn <laughs> he it. He doesn't have to do shit. I didn't even know we wrote him a contract. Did he write his own contract? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why'd you let him write a contract? Because he's is that look wait, at him. Look at it. Look at that. Wait, little can key. I ask you a question, Jordan? Sorry mm. that you have to be here for this, Fritz. It's okay. It's just housekeeping. Is that what I signed in blood? Yeah. God damn. What else does he own? Does he own my <laughs> eternal he has, soul? Yeah, he has power of attorney over you. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I am now a worker owner. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well, anyway, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker owned network of artists owned shows. Supported directly by you.